Bros. This is the All Bros podcast. He is Jonathan Rose, and he is Caleb Albers. The hell, huh? I switched it up a little bit. You like it? Sure. No, nah, no, nah, that was cool. I like that. Don't you lie to me? No, okay, no, it it was cool. I like you switching it up a little bit. Gotta <laughs> keep with the times, right? I guess so. Um, anyway, we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Um, this episode of the podcast is going to be a little sh- shy of, uh, with, of news items. The only thing that we got is in this week's sneak peeks with the trailer for the movie Us, which is going to be directed by Jordan Peele. And it looks sketchy as all hell. But it looks so good. And then for our main event of the evening, we're going to have our second annual All Bros End of Year Awards. And we're also going to combine it with our... uh, What we're excited for for the new year. So kind of like the beginning of the year, episode two. Yep. Since this is the last episode that we will be doing in 2018 um so what we're going to do with that (laughs) i better catch you on off guard with reference fails i don't think i really can on this episode i don't know i'm referencing a lot of movies you you can probably get me (sighs) timer's ticking yep so what we're going to do for this episode is talk about our top 10 movies uh that we enjoyed this year um, ones that we've actually seen. Um, so not every single movie from 2018 made it into this list because life keeps us busy. Yep. And exactly. then, so we're going to talk about our top 10, some honorable mentions. And then for the beginning of the year, we're going to talk about our top five movies that we're excited for. And then some honorable mentions with that as well. So, without further ado, let's do this. All right. Um, so, j- like I said, we don't got anything in Adventures in Hunting. No Through the Wall news. So, that takes us to this week's Sneak Peeks where we're going to be talking about the trailer for the movie Us. And like I told you when we watched it just now, yes, bloody hell, freaking Jordan <laughs> Peele is messed up in the head. That's what makes him such a great director. It is. Yeah. Very, very true. You know, so. fun- you know what's the funniest thing? I still haven't seen Get Out. You still haven't seen no. Get Out? Nope. You need to go see Get Out. I know. And then you'll understand just how funky this trailer Dude, is. Dude, I'm on board already with this movie, even though I haven't seen Get Out. Yeah, man. It looks great. I love where he's able to take horror movies like this. Oh, I'm excited. It's interesting. Yeah. So it opens up with, like, a family at the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, little boys wearing, like, was it Chewbacca? No, it's not a Chewbacca mask. It kind of looks just like a painted mask. What? You think it was just... Paint. I thought it was or, Chewbacca. It looked a little like Chewbacca-ish from when he was I wearing it on his been. head. I'd have to watch the trailer again. Yeah. So it starts with them on the beach. The little boy runs off and sees this s- 
stranger just standing there. And then the, the mom freaks out. And the mom is played by, I don't know her na- real name, but. Lupita Nyonga. Lupita what? Nyonga. Nyonga? That's how you say it. Yeah. Nyonga. There's no way in hell I'm ever going to remember that. <laughs> so uh. the mom's played by her. Um, and most people will know her from Black Panther. She played Nakia. And then the father of the family is played by Umbaku. The Black Panther reunion. Yep. A small one, but a Black Panther reunion nonetheless. So the tag, so I'm assuming that's the tagline for it, that you're your own worst enemy. Yeah, which I love that so much because, yeah, it's true. So... In the trailer, you kind of see they're fighting themselves. It's kind of like they're seeing a mirror image of their own family, mm-hmm. and but they're deformed in a way. They look yeah. a l- like Nakia's character looked a little plasticky. Mm-hmm. Wasn't like one missing their lips. Yep, the and little boy. Yeah, the clone or whatever it is of the little boy. I wonder where he's going to take this. Yeah, I'm interested. I don't know, like, so this comes out in March, I think, or when did this? If I remember right, yeah, okay. March. Um, I don't know. I really don't want to see anything else. I don't want. I don't want to get a second trailer or anything. I want, like, I I feel I know enough about this movie to just go in and like have my like mind blown of like what a- what Jordan Peele was able to come up with. It's it's a trippy it looks it's a trippy trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm expe- I want to go see it. I feel like it doesn't look like it would be super scary. No, it, does, a, it looks more like kind of like a thriller kind of. Y- yeah. yeah. Um Get Out was definitely a thriller. Yeah. But the places that he took that movie, you need to see it. Like you need to make that your twenty nine. You need to make that your New Year's resolution. I to see Get Out. To, no, I think I need to try to watch it before the end of the year. I yeah. Got a week. Yeah. Try to watch it by before the end of the year. It is. Okay. It's that good. Okay. Like I'm like you know me. I don't watch horror movies alone. No. But I, don't. I ended up watching this because someone highly recommended it to me, and I sent you the code, didn't I? Yeah. For that. Okay. All right. I but I I put it off watching it. Because yeah. I was wanting to watch it with you and Christian, ah. but we didn't end up ever watching it. What the hell, man? But then someone said, you need to watch it. I asked them if it was scary, and they were like, no, dude, it's not scary at all. It's just messed up. And I'm like, those are my favorite movies. <laughs> kind of like the night before, or you better watch out, or better watch out. It's better like watch out, yeah. That one was good, too. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like that. That, but. Okay. Ooh, I love yeah, I love those movies too. Not as bloody. If okay. you, if you like that style movie, I think you'd really like The Babysitter on Netflix. Okay, all right, I'll have to check that out too. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Who's in it? It's, uh, Bella Thorne's in it. Oh. And s- some other guys. Uh, King Bach. Who? The Vine dude. Oh, okay. All right, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and some other people I don't know the names of. Oh. 
it's I want to say like a Home Alone Halloween thing. Okay, all right. But I'm liking that. But culty, culty. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. All right. So get out in the babysitter. You need to. You need to see. Okay. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely check them out then. Yes, do. Um, and I think that's all we got to say on on that. Unless you got anything else. Nope, I ain't got nothing. So I think with how excited this got us, well, this is definitely going to be one that we're going to do a breakdown of. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but like I said, that's all we got to say on that. So let's move on to our main event of the evening. Let's do it. Which this is actually a record for us. Yeah, we're not even ten minutes in. Not even. All right, let's get into the main event. It's time! time for the main event. Let's play game. All right, this week's main event of the evening is our second annual All Bros End of Year Awards, where we're going to be talking about our top 10 movies of the year, uh, talk about a few. Uh, honorable mentions that we have, ones that we felt were worth um, bringing up, but just did not make it into our top ten. Yep. And then we're going to do the same for our top five anticipated movies of 2019 with a few of the honorable mentions for that. So, Rose, why don't you get us started with, I think, both of our number ones. All right, so both of our number ones is Avengers Infinity War. Hell yes. Um, and basically, ever since this movie came out, I knew this was going to stay at the top. Um, one movie almost beat it, um, and it's just like the more I thought of it, the more I'm like, eh, it needs to move down a little bit. Um, but yes, just what the Russo brothers were able to put together be, um, and just... Uh, basically making this movie work with as many superheroes as they had to put in this damn film um, is truly remarkable. And they pulled it off almost like it's pra- it's almost practically perfect in every way, in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and just Thanos was such a great villain. Um, Dro- Josh Brolin was absolutely fantastic. Everyone just brought their a game and like, with the end of this movie, I've never walked out of a movie like with my mouth like this wide open, and just like I felt like, oh my gosh, but also like I felt happiness that I was able to like see such an amazing movie that like uh, that was like one of the biggest movies of our generation during its opening weekend, and I feel like I'm gonna feel the same way with Avengers Endgame as well. Yeah, this Infinity War was our generation's Empire Strikes Back. Yes, I agree. Because my dad wasn't a nerd, so he didn't g- ever go see movies like that in theaters. Yeah. Um, but I do have, I know f- friends of his that were super nerds, and one of them talks about seeing Empire Strikes Back in theaters, and they said it was just mind-boggling when, with the reveal of Darth yeah. Vader being Luke's father, and it's just... It's like it just ex- 
blew your mind open. Do you and sometimes – sorry. What? No, do you sometimes feel like this wasn't a movie? This was more like a ride, like one of the best rides you've ever been on? This was an experience. Yes. Okay, I like that a little bit better. And the – like I would dare say that this – or that this movie, this plot twist and everything – may be even greater than Empire Strikes Back. Empire so and this is my reasoning behind it. So okay. you feel free to disagree with me if you want. Okay. But my reasoning is with The Empire Strikes Back, it only had one movie leading up to that reveal. Yes. This had 20 move close damn near close to 20 movies. Yeah, leading up to this reveal, mm-hmm. where we've seen our heroes fight and win, fight and win, fight and win, and then this one that we're just like, well, yeah, they're gonna win, and they don't. Yeah, I did not think that he was gonna, like, I, I don't know, I thought that he was gonna get all the Infinity Stones, but I didn't think he'd get them all in just one movie. I thought it was gonna be split into, like, he gets how many Infinity Stones are there? There's six, six. right? Okay. I thought he was going to maybe get, like, three or four of this one, and then the rest in the next one. No, like, it completely took me off guard when he lands in Wakanda, and he's able to get the last one. And, like, he... Dude, uh, just, with like, each thinking one... Thinking of how I felt when Thanos, like, won, I'm like, holy shit. Dude, so, my initial thought, like, I was in, like, all types of denial going through this, watching this movie. Yeah. So... When he got – so he, I was expecting him to get a few of the stones, like maybe four because I knew Doctor Strange had one and then Vision had one. So I was just like, okay, so we're gonna we're definitely going to see him get the power stone. Yeah. And we, we are probably going to see him get the – or the space stone. And then when he got the reality stone – I was just like, okay, that one's fair. That was with the collector. The collector is kind of a puss. <laughs> then when it went, then when it came to getting the soul stone, I was like, this, like this is something that they have to do. Like this is something we have to see. We have to know where the soul stone is. Yeah. So then he ends up getting it, which reveal right there, freaking Gamora dying. Yeah. I'm hoping that's so not permanent, soon. dude. Dude, I hope not either. I hope none of these deaths are permanent. I know. Especially the Black Order. What? No, the Black I'm Order. I'm still it's... bitter. I'm still bitter <laughs> that every single one of them died. Uh, um. Yeah, so gem- with that one, I was just like, oh, there are some real freaking stakes to this. And then he only had two more to get, the Time Stone and the Mind Stone. And so, me being the optimistic person that I am, I was just like, there's no way in hell Doctor Strange is going to let him get the Time Stone. And he does. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) And then, with the Mind Stone, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, vision screwed. Until they, like, they had Scarlet Witch destroy it. I was just like, oh, shit. Like, when he, like, blew up. Yeah. I was just like, F you, Thanos. 
No, like, they freaking beat you. Stone. I know. I forgot. That's. I yeah. forgot about the time stone. Yeah, like I even though too. he had just barely got it, mm-hmm. I was just. I completely forgot I what too. it could I'm do. Like, yes, they actually won. They did come through. But uh, nope. Yeah, when I saw the world going back, I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like I. That got my heart racing, dude. I was just like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" But then you think everything's fine because Thor, you know, is able to get the hammer into the. Thanos' chest, but then he oh. says the famous line, you should have gone for the head, and then... Oh, my gosh. I love that the you didn't really get, like, a s- real snapping sound. You got you saw the snap, but all you heard was Thor yelling. Yeah, I mean, you heard a little bit of the snap, but it was a mostly little. Thor, yeah, Thor screaming no. And I loved that. I did, too. And then it was just absolute and utter silence in the theater watching everyone disappear and tom holland disappearing oh my gosh broke my soul cap's last words are still like they still get where he's just like oh my gosh i mean he doesn't say gosh but you know um but yeah just and then doesn't it just end after he says that no, it cuts to Thanos oh, out yeah. on the farm. Oh yeah, my bad. I forgot about that. That is interesting. That scene, it's I feel it's super like it was super quick, yeah. but it is an interesting thing for it, me. It really is. Just the thought like you have everything, you can do whatever the hell you want. In the it's in the palm of your hand, the power to do anything, yeah, to go anywhere, to, and he chooses to go and live on a farm. Well, I mean, I think it was probably like the most peaceful place that you could think of because, like, literally after basically accomplishing what you wanted, you you've brought balance to the universe. You kind of just want to sit back and admire your work and what you've done. I don't think. I think that was his plan from the – well, it was his plan yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. But he – I don't think he expected the toll. Yeah, because that Infinity Gauntlet's – that thing's fused to his hand now. Mm-hmm. That, that ain't coming off. Yeah, no shit. But I th- always thought that that was super interesting because y- if you have unlimited resources, you could do anything. It's kind of like the the – the problem I had with playing Minecraft on creative mode, I could do anything. I could build whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. but there was no fun to that after a while. Yeah. Like after a while, it's just kind of like, okay, what's the point? And then I, I would always go back to playing survival mode. Be- and I feel like that's because sur- our survival is kind of like our – our base our base instinct is to survive yeah. and then once we start surviving we start thriving mm-hmm. or trying to gain a position to where we thrive and then once we have that where we're thriving beyond all belief like Thanos did he started off with just basic survival ended up thriving and then he went back to basic survival Like, it's kind of like with infinite power, you could do whatever, but I'm going to go back to, like, the hard 
survival life. Yeah. It's really interesting to think about. Yeah. Like, I always think about that because right now we're, me and you, we're in the working towards thriving. Yes. Where we need for nothing. And most people, they don't end up get it to the point where they end up where they don't need anything. Yeah. I mean, some do. And then they're doing like charity work and all this other stuff. But no one goes back to basic survival mode. Like our ancestors, they lived in like log cabins and huts. They didn't have super comfy beds or didn't care about back pain. They just woke up in the morning and went to work to make sure that they could survive through the winter. Push it forward a couple hundred years. If I don't have like a freaking Tempur-Pedic and my sleep number is not on the right number. I don't have a sleep number, by the way. I just have like a really basic mattress. This is just pure examples. But if my sleep number is wrong, <laughs> I'm not sleeping well that night. And then I'm going to probably uh, call in sick to work the next day and be like, ah, I'm not feeling good. Nothing I would ever do. I can't afford that. <laughs> yeah, I can't either. <laughs> but still. No, I get where you're coming from. Huh? But the, oh, I did. It's an underrated scene, but it interests the shit out of me. And I hope to see more of Thanos on the farm. Oh, I do too. Anyway, that's kind of why my reasoning for Infinity War being number one is just done so well. It It was a testament to the Russo brothers' story abilities and their directing. Um, number two. So what is your, your number two? My number two is Black Panther. Black Panther? Yep. That's a pretty good one. What, um, they were able to accomplish with this movie and story, the characters, I walked out of the movie theater being like, I literally had nothing wrong with that movie. I enjoyed the whole thing. It It was a, it was a good time. Great story. It was, a, it was a really good movie. Yeah. I think it got a really hard time from the critics for not being an action-packed, crazy movie. Yeah. I mean, and there are some, like, questionable things. Like, some of the CGI towards the end is yeah, questionable. Yeah, but Marvel, they have, they're better than DCs. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you, but have you, like, watched Black Panther recently? Yeah. Have you watched, like, the fight between uh, Killmonger and... Yes. Uh, child, okay. Yes. Like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but like the CGI, uh, it gets spotty in some parts. Yeah. It can get bad. But it doesn't bother me too much if I be- get super into the movie. Yeah. If it's me something too. that I'm like not really paying attention to, and then I like, it, like if I'm working on something and then I look up while I'm watching and then see that, it kind of bothers me. But yeah. when I'm f- focused and enveloped in the movie, it it. I didn't really notice it in the theaters. Yeah, I, I didn't notice it in the theaters either. I didn't notice it until like someone uh, pointed it out and I saw it on Blu-ray. I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's not the best, but because the story's so good, you don't get you your eyes don't focus on that. Yeah, 
so Black Panther's comic books, I think I've told you this before, his are more politically based comics. He doesn't do a whole ton of fighting. Yeah, I think you did tell me that. Like, it's technology and how he can be the best king, make the tough decisions. But, and it's interesting because there are, like, two decisions he can make. One, that's the the right choice to make, like, the morally good. And then the one that's the best for the people. And he always does what's best for the people. Even though it may... He puts his own morality aside to do what's yeah. best for his people. And that's something I felt he did in this a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree. And Wakanda forever, man. I mean, it, he didn't really get into like putting aside his own morality because I don't no. think he was super above killing people. No. <laughs> but... Like, with the fight with Umbaku, he says, I don't want to kill you, but I will. Yeah. Because he knows that under Umbaku's rule, shit's going to hit the fan hard. Yeah, they saw that badly with Killmonger. Yeah. Like, damn. But that's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your number two? So, my number two is A Quiet Place. Ooh, okay. And I think there's a theme with my top two. They... Their experience movies. Okay. Because I saw this with in theaters with Brielle. Mm-hmm. And I, you remember this yep. story. Um, she pulled out her phone because my mom was texting her like crazy. And she thought it was an emergency. Pulled her phone out for a second. And then the lady next to us was like bitching us out. And you know me. I don't freaking stand up for shit. But she was like getting on Brielle, and I turned to her, and I was just like, you need to calm the hell down. Like, guess what? You can come see this again. And, like, if you really missed it, like, I didn't even realize, like, I don't even remember her pulling out her phone because I can shut that off. Yeah. If they had, <laughs> It's like shiny keys. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure that Brielle had it on, like, the lowest brightness. Yeah. Yeah. You can hardly see that in a movie theater. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell the lady was complaining. So about. She, it was because she pulled it out, looked, and then put it up against her chest, and then she slipped it back in her pocket. It was out for maybe a second, and oh the lady goodness. lost her mind. She's oh like, my. "I missed the entire end of the movie because of you guys." And Brielle apologized, and I'm like, "You know what? Fair enough." She pulled out her phone, but then she kept going and going and going. And then while we were walking out and like leaving, I turned to her. I'm like, "We said sorry." Like, let it go. Be an adult. <laughs> like, do what everyone else in the road did. Look, and then ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Usually when it comes to, like, that kind of experience, m- movies like that, like, go down on your list. But I love how it went higher on your list. Because of that kind of experience. It wasn't that. that like, I don't let stuff no, I've like heard that. it's a great movie. Yeah. I don't let stuff like that. Like, people ruin movies for me. That's good. But she definitely ruined my night. <laughs> oh, sounds like it. What a B. A B? Sorry, a bitch. Yeah. She doesn't deserve sh- niceties like that. <laughs> but, yeah, even her husband was just like, D- like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
like exactly how I would be. And I like looked at him and I was just like, are you serious? And he just, he like put his hands up yeah. like, I'm not touching like, this seriously, dude. She pulled it out for a second. Brielle apologized for it. She said, I'm very sorry that I did that. I truly apologize. Let it go. Yeah, it's that. not her fault that you can't pay attention after something shiny pops yeah. up. And when someone's texting you like, like 10 texts, like, yeah, I'm going to take it as like, that's got to be an emergency. Yeah. So I like I, I got a few real. messages. I didn't pull out my phone because I only got like two. Oh, okay. So I was like, OK, it's probably work or something. And then Brielle just got one after another after another and then a phone call and then another. Oh, yeah. Damn. And so because that's how my mom works, she texts me twice. She doesn't hear from me. She freaking blows up Brielle's phone. But so it wasn't an emergency, though. It or was it? Kind of wasn't. Okay. All right. It was. It was just someone needed something. Ah, okay. And they needed me to do it. Gotcha. But I wasn't in the area. Ah, I get you. Yeah. So that was the that was the issue, and yeah, and then. The lady completely overreacted. At, at first, she was in the right, but whatever. That's besides the point. The movie was great. This movie was a kept you quiet the entire freaking movie. Like I was afraid to eat popcorn. Damn. And then there there were scenes in this where it was just when people would start making noise or where noise would be made, and it was just. I don't know if it was like the music or the silence, but it was just the tension was just, oh, like you kind of know how in like horror movies, music kind of lowers the tension a little bit. Yes. In this, the music raised the tension. Okay. There was all like there was a maybe so like the tension levels, I would say the throughout the entire movie, maybe sat at like a six intensity it was just you were afraid of like moving or doing anything and you're just kind of like you want to stop breathing and then when the music start started playing my like my blood pressure would rise and it'd go from maybe like a six to like an eight were there jump scares in that not very many that's good okay because i hate like i i still jump at them but they're the cheapest scare in the book they are they there were a couple that i feel were a little unnecessary but there were for the most part the jump scares that there were yeah were um they were well used okay sweet yeah there's and you can all like with those you could see them coming so the premise of it is that the the alien creatures hear sound and then they attack it, uh, and they okay. can they have like super acute hearing, and so any noises they get someone gets attacked. There's a scene with an old man. They're walking down this path. The old man's wife got killed. And he is standing next to a tree, j- like, ready to freaking break down into tears. And John Krasinski's character is, and his son are walking 
down this path and see him, see the the lady in the background. You don't see anything from her, but you assume that well, obviously it's she's dead. Yeah. And then you see him like shaking and just super upset, and John Krasinski's character is like telling like telling him to like quiet down and stop. And then you see him start to yell. Like get see him start to shake and then like open his mouth and yell, and John Krasinski's character grabs the boy and just runs. And seeing the the old man's face while he's starting to scream is intense. And then the jump scare from that is the alien creature comes and kills him. But it was it it was well. That was one that was super well used. Okay. So because this was such an experience for me, that's yeah. why I'm putting it at number two. All right. Cool. Okay. Number three. All right. Number three is Christopher Robin. That's the same for me. Hey, sweet. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Um. So like I uh. So I post. So I took a picture of the movie poster after I saw this movie and posted it on my Snapchat. The caption: "I needed this movie right now because I really did. Um, I was going through a little bit of a tough time, um, and it it had been a while with a movie that I had such a huge smile on my face. Like I literally, I don't have really any problems with this movie. Owen McGregor was great as Christopher Robin. Um, the voice cast for all of everybody in the Hundred Acre Wood was great." Um, Eeyore is my, um, spirit animal <laughs> now. Just, just saying. Just it used to there. be, like, Piglet for me. Now it's Eeyore. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say Piglet. Yeah, it was Piglet for me, too. Um, but yeah, just, I, I absolutely adored this movie. It was, it was great. Dude, it was a super solid movie. It brought me back to my childhood hard. Same. And I love the newer aspects that they brought to it. With um, them crossing into the real world. Yeah, I, I thought I wasn't going to like that, but no, I did. I really did. I think it fit. It did. It worked. Um, I like their whole concept for the entire movie. The sometimes nothing is the best something. Yeah. Uh, or doing nothing leads to the best something. Yep, yep, yeah. And... With uh, Christopher Robin getting lost in the Hundred Acre Woods and it raining, and then you, s- like after he gets like knocked out, and then yeah. it, the water, he did nothing, and it led to the best something, which yep. was him getting out of the pit. That was really cool. Like I just love that. Me too. Um, but yeah, seeing the the gang back together was just awesome. Uh huge smile on the my face. The animation was amazing. It was. It, they it felt was. like how I s- kind of thought they would. Yeah. I still question why rabbit and owl looked like actual real creatures, but yet the other ones definitely looked like stuffed animals. Well, the other ones have the stuffing. Yeah, yeah, but but like, like rabbit never did. Did it? Oh. No, like they that's the weird thing with Rabbit because he would be drawn as a real rabbit. Yeah. But there was all was a rabbit toy because, huh. like, you remember the books, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the, like, the toy chest or from the old show, 
on the toy chest, there was always a little rabbit toy. Was there an owl toy? I don't remember there being an owl toy, but I'm sure there was. Okay. Let's go watch one of these old clips. Yeah. But... I don't remember. But I, there was the original gang. You saw Kanga and Rue. So... Everything that they did in this movie fit really well. The like mm-hmm. I like you said, the only thing that didn't fit really well with me was Rabbit and Owl. Yeah. Other than that, everyone else was perfect. That kind like it didn't take me out of the movie, but like when that happened, it kind of like caught me off guard. I'm like, okay, they're the only ones that aren't stuffed animals, but you know. Are yeah, but how would they have looked as stuffed animals? That's true. Yeah, I mean, I think that's else. just what worked best. That yeah, that's, I if that's the case, then yeah, I can understand that. Especially owl, owl would kind of look weird as a stuffed animal. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be difficult to do, because yeah. he does fly, and he has feathers. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, everyone else has like the stitching on them. Yeah, you can definitely tell that they're stuffed. And we're talking from the animated show. Yeah. You could tell the stuffing. And everything, but with rabbit, you, it looked like hair, so it did. It didn't bother me too much, mainly because they weren't in the movie that much. <laughs> Sad. But it had everything that I was wanting it to. It really did. I agree. Um, I caught myself singing along to Pooh when he was doing his morning exercises stuff. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I started singing along with the. Wonderful thing about Tiggers. Oh my gosh, uh, me too. <laughs> I was like, shit. I really. I told Brielle the only thing that could have made the the movie better was if they did the little black rain cloud song, but I understand why they didn't. Yeah. That's the only thing that could have made it better. But I, other I than that, it was that. like freaking a plus. Yes. In my book, it was great. All right, number four. You want to go first or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll go. Just because my number four is one we already talked about. So my number four is Black Panther. Ooh, okay. Um, Any thoughts you want to add? No, I think it was just a a fresh take on a superhero origin. It was. I completely agree. Like, it was fairly different. Um, Stood apart from everyone else. I didn't mind the lack of action. Like most people did, they're just like it wasn't that actiony, and then, but people always bitching and playing that say it's, it was there wasn't enough or there was too much in other movies, and I'm like, you know what, whatever, that's not there's who Black no, Panther is. There's no pleasing everybody. Yeah, it's Black okay. Panther is a king. We want to see him do king shit. Yeah. Not freaking fight everyone. If you read the comic books, I think you'd enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. So those are my only comments for that. Um, so your number four? My number four is Halloween. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, well, how would you know? You haven't even seen it yet. Well, I'm, the I'm, way you keep talking I'm about kidding, it. I'm you know kidding. what? Forget you. I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, so I do have a couple problems with Halloween, but the pros outweigh the cons to me because I feel this was a perfect way to bring Michael Myers back. It was great to see Laurie Strode, Bra- Laurie Strode back. I love that they basically retcon the whole series, and it's the 
first one only happened and Michael's just been locked up for 40 years. Um, like the tribute to Dr. Loomis was great. Like the audio clip that they had of what he said after the events of 1978, when Michael went on that killing spree, um, just like everything, like the guy that played Michael Myers, James Jew Courtney, I believe he, he killed it. He might actually, I'd have to watch Halloween again, but he actually might beat Nick Castle for my favorite Michael Myers ever. Ooh. He was just ruthless, and I'm just like, yes, this is what Michael Myers is supposed to be. Because um, I think it was like one of the clips that showed of him killing someone, and someone commented, why is he like that? Michael Myers is not that ruthless. He's not that bad. And it's like, well, did you hear what John Carpenter came out and said? He's like, Michael Myers is the epitome of pure evil. So... Like, of course he's going to be ruthless. He's, like, he literally has no soul. Like, what what um, what emotion he used to have is completely gone. Like, he's literally a walking zombie now. Like, and all he wants to do is just kill. He's, he's he, like I said, he's pure evil. That's what Michael Myers is. Um, you definitely get that from the first one. Yes, you really do. Um, and just, yeah, like, really, really great sequel. Um, and I can't... Like, and I already know that there's going to be another one because of, like, what happens at the end. And But I'm okay with that as long as – I'm hoping that this director comes back for this for the second one. And as long as uh, – because I think Jamie Lee Curtis said she'd come back if he's doing it. And as long as James Duke Courtney, James Duke Courtney is um, playing Michael Myers again, then I'm completely on board. Nice. Maybe give us a good series of Michael Myers movies. I mean, I'm kind of hope, yeah. I mean, if the next one is the last one that they do, like, really actually kill off Michael Myers, I, as long as they do it in a noble way, I'm fine with it. Send my favorite killer off in a good way. <laughs> All right. So my number five is Crazy Rich Asians. Which is a movie I still haven't seen yet. It's It's good. Okay. Is it worth a blind buy? It's worth a blind buy. It is? Okay. The visuals alone are worth the blind buy. Okay. Like, I don't know what... I, I forget which country they go. Singapore, I think. Ooh. I don't know what Singapore looks like for real. So I don't know hey, if yeah, any I mean, of this was, like, CGI'd. It looked like it very well could have been cgi but it was just beautiful. The colors that they used, um, the story was great. I loved everyone in the the movie. There wasn't a single character I didn't like. I mean, except the ones that you're not supposed to. But it that's just that just says more about the actresses. Yeah. Um. They did. They brought in damn near every Asian actor that there is. <laughs> I mean, just short of Jackie Chan and Randall Park. Oh, that would have been so cool to see Jackie Chan in that movie. Yeah. Um, Ken Jeong was in it. Yes. He is hilarious. Yeah, I love that guy. Um, but yeah, the story was great. It was, it was really a uh, a movie that. I think Brielle needed to see at the time because it's kind of about a mother's perspective of trying of giving up her son 
to someone that maybe she doesn't approve of. Okay. And you get why. Yep. <laughs> and like the stuff that she does to kind of prove that she's worthy of him. To prove it to the mom, and it's okay. Yeah, no, I got to see this movie. It's I really gotta. good. Like, should I watch that or a Quiet Place first? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, well, right. I have a Quiet Place. Maybe a so maybe qu- I okay. Start so with uh, that. start with a qu- Quiet Place. Okay, and then I'll order. Yeah, crazy then get Crazy Rich Asians because yeah. that one's damn good. The story, I had no issues with the story at all. Like, wow. the pace was really good. There was maybe one slow part. But then everything else was just awesome. And there's a uh, a scene. There's a wedding scene. It's not the main characters. It's kind of, They're there for someone else. Yeah. Um, but the wedding scene... In the theaters, it gave me chills. And that doesn't happen a lot in movies. Damn. Yeah, it was damn That's good. Crazy. Everything worked together. The visuals, the the music worked really well. They took a song and added like some pauses into it, and it just worked. So that's why it's super high up on my list. Okay. All right, number six. What? Skip, you totally skipped my number five. What was your number five? Was Michael Myers? No, that or was Halloween. Number, that was my number four. Oh, what's your number five? Wow. I I thought I, <laughs> I thought it was your. No. Halloween was your five. Sorry. No, you're good. No, that's number four. Uh, my number five is my number five is Bohemian Rhapsody. Which you still need to that. see. I know. Ah, oh, so damn good. Rami Rami Malik, I think that's how you say his name, uh, was absolutely incredible as Freddie Mercury. Everyone that played a member of Queen was absolutely fantastic, fabulous, all of it. Um, Story was great. Songs were amazing. Just, mm, I loved this damn movie. So yeah, I'm excited. I I love the. um, I remember watching the a, a queen documentary yeah. growing up and i i loved it i literally knew nothing about queen walking into this movie and i know I, like, I didn't i don't know a whole ton but i do remember watching the documentary but i was really young maybe like 7 or 8 when i watched oh. it and i actually i didn't even get to finish it because they started talking about how he died of aids and your mom's like Hi, and i asked no. my mom what's what aids is and she turned the movie off and changed it <laughs> shit but before that i did get to see the scene or the 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 clip of him in that theater Ooh, with okay. the one that's like packed and he's doing his little chant and everything yeah and that was oh that, that was, was like my favorite thing to watch yeah it's great in the movie too oh I can't wait. I can't Dude, wait I felt bad. That. Like some of the song, the songs that they played in the movie, I'm like, oh shit, I feel bad. I didn't know that was Queen. 
<laughs> I felt bad. Like what? Uh, like under pressure. You didn't I know did. under pressure was Queen? <laughs> no, I didn't. What yeah. the hell? I know. I know. Sorry. You should be. I know. Oh, what's an oh um, Radio Gaga. I didn't know that was Queen either. What in I know, the right? hell? I know, right? What the hell is wrong with me? Everything. Hey, at least I saw this movie before you. Hey, screw you, pal. <laughs> All right, let's move on to number six. And my number six, I'm not going to get super into, like, the details of why I loved it so much. Okay. But my number six is Aquaman. And we were supposed to do a breakdown of it today, but we're, we moved that one down to the uh, the tenth. Blame because my work, someone, I'm sorry. Yeah. Someone's well, too and busy. I feel that this makes more sense to do since it's the end of the year. Yeah. So I'm doing number six because they added so much personality. And I think this is all Jason Momoa. But he added just so much personality to an otherwise super bland character. Yeah, I don't think anyone can really say, like, shit about Aquaman anymore. Now no. Jason Momoa like, is the character. You can't even tr- try, Yeah, dude. Um, but everything that I wanted to see in this movie, I got to see every, anything that you can imagine Aquaman doing, you get to see him do. And it's fantastic. And his story is so interesting and Atlantis looked amazing. Like there wasn't a single actor that I didn't care for in that. And it was just the visuals, the story. It, it's, a, it's a solid movie. It's a real solid movie. Okay. Very nice. And because I just had, like, a blast, that's why it, re- it, it snuck into my top ten. Okay. Hmm. Your right. number six. My number six, I feel I'm going to get shit for this. Um, just because, like, this was, like, I got to see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and that will probably be my favorite animated film of the year. But this was actually my favorite, and that is The Grinch. The Grinch? Yep, Illumination's The Grinch. I really enjoyed this movie. I had a fun time with it. Ooh. Like, I really did. I loved how Whoville looked. Like, they didn't really make The Grinch, like, really Grinchy, but I, I it worked. I was fine with that. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was great as the voice. Just, yeah, like, I walked out of this, uh, out of this movie like, you know what? I know it's been, like, a live action, or a, a Grinch movie has been done before, but what Illumination did, I really, really enjoyed. Fair enough. I haven't seen that one yet. I recommend it. I really do. I re- Probably yeah. wait till it gets on like Redbox that, or something. Fair. Well, I'm, I'll buy it, so I'll just send you the code. <laughs> yeah, but like when you do watch it, you got to tell me like what you think of Whoville because it looked amazing. Did like, it? Yes, I loved how Whoville looked. And it's way better than the Lorax. Dude, that's not a very high bar. Okay, it, it's miles better than the Lorax. Is that better? That's not a very high bar either. <laughs> okay, it's like in my top three favorite Illumination movies. All right, compare it to another animated movie. From Illumination? Yeah. So, like, Sing is my number one. I love Sing. I don't know. The Grinch might be number two. Okay, that's yeah. still, that's pretty good then. Yeah. 
Where? No, that's not elimination. Never mind. What was funny? I was gonna say, uh, Charlie or the Peanuts. Oh, the Peanuts movie. Yeah, that's so that's Blue Sky Studios. That's that's their best, in my opinion. Maybe Ice Age is number one. I don't know. You think it beats Ice Age? Which one? The Peanuts? The, yeah, the Peanuts movie. Do you think it beats Ice Age? The first Ice Age. Because that's its I only competition. No. <laughs> <laughs> if it does, barely. Yeah, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, all right. I think uh, I think Ice Age may be a little bit better than Peanuts. That's fair. What they were able to do though was fantastic. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so my actually like lower down to my uh, my top ten, it just gets to movies that you haven't seen. Okay. Like seven, eight, and nine, are, I'm pretty sure are ones that you haven't watched. Okay. Seven. It for me is Alpha. Yeah, never seen it. Yeah, so it's like that caveman movie. It's the story of like the first dog. Oh, okay, it's that movie. Okay. Yeah, and it was super good. It was really good. They they did use slow mo a little bit too much. I felt. Kind of hate it when movies do that. Yeah, but it. It worked just enough, um, but it was it was interesting as hell um, seeing how they introduced the dog or the wolf to humans. Um, so the way that this worked, because I'm pretty sure you're not gonna watch it. Um, yeah, probably not. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so the way that they introduced him. Uh, this boy gets chosen to go on a hunting trip. He's like at the age of me- being a man, so he g- he gets to go on a um, on a hunting trip with all the other men of the tribe. They travel. Um, they g- travel to this cave where they get tattoos on their hands of the stars to help them help guide them home if they ever get lost and they get to the hunting grounds they do their their kill but one of the their kills gets away from them and this boy kind of coward a little bit so mm-hmm. he's trying to prove that he's not a, a coward because his father is the leader of the tribe, the chief, but gets caught on – it's they look like buffalo. So he gets caught on this buffalo's horn while the buffalo's running and runs off the cliff and gets, like, thrown off. And so Shit. he lands down on the cliff, and everyone thinks that he's dead. So they leave without him, and he ends up waking up and climbs down – and is completely lost and is trying to make his way home on his own, but he's like injured and everything. So he's staying the night somewhere and these wolves come and he takes a knife and stabs one 
which made me want to freaking cry. He stabs one. The next morning comes, and then this dog is, like, following him and, like, basically eating his scraps. And then eventually the dog comes to, like, be trained and helps the boy out, and they're just helping them each other survive. That's pretty cool. It's a really good movie. Okay, I might have to check it out then. Yeah, and then he ends up finding his way back to the uh, back to the tribe, and then brings the dog. And then they're it's the the witch or whatever they call the medicine lady of the the tribe. The witch doctor says that. The, I don't know if it's called? it's not a witch uh, doctor. No, it's not. Duh, John, uh, I'm retarded. Stupid. It's like Sorry, just like the, the old lady, stupid. or the yeah. shaman. Or, I think that's. I have no idea if you're right or wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that lady says that they, those two are now connected by the spirit, and then the dog ends up giving birth, and then they just use the dogs for hunting, and then that's the story of how dogs became man's best friend. But it's interesting. It's good. I. I enjoyed it. So, what is your number seven? My number seven is Deadpool two. That's a little further down my list, but damn, interesting. It's um, in my top ten. Okay, <laughs> at least there's that. Um, it wasn't as good as the first one, but I still had a really good time with it. A lot of good jokes, good story. I still think so. And just seeing Ryan Reynolds back as Deadpool was absolutely great. Um, and uh, Josh Brolin was great as Cable. Josh Brolin's just great in general. This is true. Unless he's playing Jonah Hex. Then he's not great. Yeah, let's not talk about that movie. <laughs> um, and speaking of Deadpool 2, I did see Once Upon a Deadpool as well. Um, and it, it, it did work as PG-13. And I think the biggest reason is like how like when it was the Fred Savage and Ryan, or, uh, Fred Savage and Deadpool parts, it was funny that like Deadpool like, had a bleeper. And like he would bleep it out at like the worst moments because there's this part. Well, well, I don't even know if they're gonna release this on DVD or Blu-ray. Let's just do a quick spoiler alert. Okay, it's a spoiler alert. Um, it's probably like the best joke of the of uh, the movie. Um, he, uh, um, Fred Savage is talking about like re- uh biting Matt. I think it's Matt Damon. Um. But he keeps bleeping it, so it sounds like he's saying he wants to f Matt Damon, and just all the ways that he's talking about like screwing him and everything. And he's like, "Wait, why are you bleeping me?" He's like, "Well, I don't know." He's like, well, "Now it's gonna sound like I'm saying like I want to f Matt Damon when I just want to fight him." <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, I loved it. That's hilarious. Yeah, he he was he he was the best part of Once Upon a Deadpool. Fred Savage, I loved him in it. It was great. I wish there was more of him in it, but yeah. All right, so let's move on to number eight. Um, my number eight is actually a movie that was only on Netflix, and Let it was. Let me guess. Christmas Chronicles. No. Oh shit. It is actually Outlaw King. With Chris never Pine. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's with Chris Pine. Huh. Yeah, I've never heard of it. It was – so it's kind of a like a knight's 
movie, like a night movie. Okay. Um, but not really. They're they're challenging. So it's the Scottish or the, the Scotland or Scottish people are being taken over by the Brits, but they're promised that these things. They're promised that like only wet like men will be sent to war and have to serve in the king's army. Yeah. But they end up taking young boys. Oh. And th- then the Scots kind of rebel against them and name this one Chris Pine's character the rightful king of the Scots. And he ends up becoming an outlaw where oh, the where the king of Britain is trying to like hunt him down. And the story's really great. Um, he like marries. He gets married to someone, and this girl she goes through hell, dude. Like she, for the the first little while, she's living in a castle, and she's like fourteen. Like she's young. Um, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the actress is actually a little older. But she looks really young. So it pulls the, off the whole, like, getting married young thing really well. Oh, okay. But she gets captured and is, like, starved. Not She's never beaten or anything. Okay. She's just thrown in jail and just not treated nice until she give, she's told that the only way that she'll be released is if she – basically disowns her husband but Damn. she stands by him through all of that had a girl yeah and they i think the the king the main king dies and so the the next king in line takes over says you need to sign this paper saying that you don't approve of anything your husband's been doing and she she starts she grabs the pen to write and then she's like wait you're the only reason you're making me sign this is because you're afraid of what he's doing and so i'm not signing this and then they take her away put her in like a cage and all this other crazy shit and it's like rough but she stands by her her man and i don't know the Chris Pine just does a really good job. It's kind of the first. Just a good job in everything. <laughs> yeah, he, he. It's the first um, kind of guerrilla warfare instance that you get. Which do you know what, what that is? What, can you elaborate? So guerrilla warfare is kind of something that was popularized in during the Civil War, where because. The way wars used to be fought is you got your army, they got their army, you come and stand in front of each other and shoot each other. Yeah. And then you just try and call it good from there. <laughs> yeah. But guerrilla warfare is something that they pick or that the Americans started pick or the early Americans started to pick up where it was like sneak attacks where they would hide and then just take out all as many British soldiers as they could and then run away. Okay. So in this, it wasn't quite like that, but it was like l- kind of a lesser version of that where they would 
use because the Scots were used to swamps and stuff, and the British weren't. They were used to fighting on like hard soil, mm-hmm. and so they would challenge them like their main battle. They challenged them in a swamp, and it threw everyone off. Like the the horses weren't used to it. The people weren't used to it, and they were fighting big old bulky armor that was getting sunk down into the mud. And then the Scots were just knew how their land worked and were able to win against a superior army. Hmm. Like, I think it was like 2,000 people against like 20,000, and they ended up winning. But they were like crazy, crazily outnumbered. And they ended up winning because they retreated. And Damn. then, yeah. It was a rough day to be a Brit. No kidding. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't think I would like this movie, but Brielle picked it out. Yeah. And I really ended up getting into it. There's a lot of politics stuff that I just did not get because I'm not a very political person. I'm not either. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like Star Wars. It's like a historical Star Wars. Where they, they talk about like the political stuff for a while and you're just kind of like, what? <laughs> and then they start getting into more just the fighting style and everything. And you're like, okay, now I know what's going on. But it's, it's good. Hmm, I'll so, check it out then. Yeah. It was good enough to crack my top ten. My number eight is eighth grade, which... Did you do that on purpose? What do you mean? Eight, eighth grade. Oh, shit, I didn't realize <laughs> that till now. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, let's say I did. <laughs> um, so, um, after seeing the trailer, I knew I wanted to see this movie, um, but I did not expect to really like it as much as I did, um, because... The stuff that's, like, happening in 8th grade nowadays is, like, completely different from how I dealt with it in 8th grade. But Ella Fanning's performance is absolutely amazing. And just, I think the story just runs very well. And you still can relate to it tremendously, even though, like, you don't, you can't, like, relate on what's going on with 8th grade. These times you can still relate to being in 8th grade. Because 8th grade's really not the best. It's not. Dude, 8th grade is... Is, was my worst year ever. Seventh grade was mine. I hated seventh grade. I hated eighth, dude. Oh. Like, everyone was telling me that that's kind of the year that you f- try to find out who you are. Yeah. And I felt that that was true, but it just sucked. They they do touch upon that in this movie also. It's, yeah, the, it's the year to find yourself. Um, but yeah, I, everything was... Well done, well shot, well acted. Really, really enjoy this movie. I gotta, I'm gonna try to buy it this week, um, so I can send you the copy, because I really want you to see it. Yeah, I'll give it a watch, even Kay. though I really don't want to remember my eighth grade year. I'm sorry, dude. Man. It was so bad. If I had to suffer through it, you gotta suffer through it too. <laughs> dude, my eighth grade was so bad. So that was the the last year that I spent at American Fork Junior High. Oh, yeah, that's true. And we weren't even talking then, were we? Not really. Yeah. We were in a cl- couple classes together, but 
I don't know. I had my friends and you had yours. Yeah. Yeah, sadly, me and Caleb haven't known each other since we were little kids. If only, right? Nah, we did meet that summer, though. Or start talking more that summer. I thought that was the summer ninth grade we did. Or the summer leading into 10th grade. I thought it was the summer leading into 9th. Oh, wait, shit, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah, that's when you, like, moved into the ward and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and then we played Toy Story 3 at your house. Yep. That was fun. That was a good summer. Yeah, that was a pretty great summer. Um, But, yeah, 8th grade was rough. I, it was mainly because I wasn't a very good student. <laughs> and, it w- dude, I'm the w- weirdest person. So, when I say that I'm a bad student or that I was a bad student, yeah, everyone just assumes that I just got really shitty grades because I didn't. I didn't do well on the homework or I didn't turn stuff in which is partially true I didn't turn it in but I did the homework so I would do it in class yeah and then when it came time for it to be due and turn in I would just kind of forget about it like that happened to me that was like my situation in fourth grade my math teacher was just like I don't know what it is. Like, I see him working on stuff, and then he stops and then, like, starts doodling or whatever. So I'm assuming that he's done with his homework, but then when it comes time to turn it in, he doesn't turn it in. And then my mom's like, well, what's what the heck? And went, she went through my desk and found all of my assignments that were missing completed. Huh. So <laughs> I'm, I'm super sh- – like – because I, I tried turning it in early, and she's like, oh, that's due on Monday. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I throw it on my desk and just kind of forget about it. Yeah. There's some teachers that won't let you turn in stuff early, and I kind of hate that. Yeah. It's like, um, if I lose that, it, that's it's kind of your screwed, fault. Dude, that always screwed me over. My homework was always done. I <laughs> just never turned it in. Oh, that's funny. It, the, the, my, it bugged the shit out of my mom and that was the main issue i had in eighth grade where i would not where i would do the homework and then just would not turn it in (laughs) and my and that was like i think that was the first year my mom let me get a locker oh so that's where all my homework went (laughs) of course (laughs) (laughs) like it got to the point where i would just kind of fold my paper in half and slip it through the slot like a freaking mailman. Oh, and then I would amazing. open up my locker on like, I never opened my locker. And so when my mom was just like, all right, we need to find these assignments. Are they in your locker? And I'm like, uh, probably. <laughs> and then she'd like open it. And then all these assignments came out and we found all the assignments that were missing. You got half credit on all of them. Yeah. And then that's <laughs> what freaking screwed me. <laughs> And my teachers were impressed. They're just like, well, he's getting all the right answers. He's doing the work. <laughs> he's just not turning it in on time. <laughs> and that that caused some major issues because my mom thought I was slacking off and just like goof, like being a goof. So she decided to come to school with me. Which Ooh, I wish I would have known you back then. I would love to have seen that. You know, funny enough, it didn't bug me at all. 
Really? Yeah. Because I had so little friends. <laughs> that's so depressing. I know. I mean, that's, saying it out loud, I'm it freaking sorry. like. I shouldn't laugh. Yeah, but because I had so few friends, and because the only people's op- <laughs> only opinion, people's? the only people's opinion that I cared about were my friends. Yeah. My friends knew I love my mom, so. It was all like the the jocks that were trying to make fun of me, and I was just like, "All right, big deal." Yeah. Like, she came to me to my orchestra class, and then she came to me to all my other classes that day, except for PE. Um. But she's just like, she went up to my teachers and say, "So he was kind of quiet this class." Is, like, is that different for him? Because she thought I was just being on my best, I was just on my best behavior. And my teachers were like, no, that's how he's always like. He's always super quiet. And she's just like, what the hell? Like, and then when my mom, when PE came and, <laughs> and my mom's like, hey, I'm leaving. I gave her a hug and gave her a kiss on the cheek and like, was like, see mom in front of everyone. And I think that stunned my mom. Because she stood there for a second, and I was like, <laughs> you need something? And she's like, no, you and then left. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, in front of everyone, and then someone tried making a joke, and I, like, completely ignored it. Because I didn't let that shit bother me. No, I wouldn't either. It's like, I love my mom. Sue me. Yeah, I'm like, F you guys. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Trying to make me feel bad about loving my mom? wrong with you there's seriously something wrong with you if you made someone feel guilty about showing their affection towards their parents yeah but that shit didn't embarrass me at all my teachers even tried embarrassing me like one teacher said yeah so we're joined today by uh you're caleb's mom (laughs) (laughs) and then i and then i stood up i'm like yeah this is my mom guys he doesn't say mrs alvers or nothing he's like Oh, no, we're joined today by Caleb's mom. Yeah, you know, Caleb Alvarez is right over there. Yeah, and then I raised my hand. I'm like, yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> oh, dude, that's amazing. I, Dude, kudos. Probably yeah. you. And my that's mom's awesome. just like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, I could tell my mom was getting irritated that I wasn't embarrassed. But she uh, went to school with Bronson, and he was, like, mortified. I'm not surprised. And then she went to school with Coy, same thing, mortified. But you're the only and one. I'm the one that's just like the, that's my mom. <laughs> like, and everyone would ask. They'd be like, who's that lady following you? And I'm like, oh, that's my mom. And they're like, why'd she come to school with you today? And I'm like, well, I, I think she thinks I'm goofing off. <laughs> 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 then the, the only thing that was like the worst, <laughs> the only thing, I was actually more embarrassed in front of my mom than I was in front of my class because the teachers would say, hey, we need you to, tur- or it's time to turn this in, and I didn't have it. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom would, like, look at me, and I'd turn around, and I was just like, I don't, I don't have it. <laughs> and then she's like, where is it? And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> And then she asked if we could be excused. We went to my locker and found it and then <laughs> turned it in. And all these other assignments. And then she, like, she printed off a list of all my missing assignments. And we went through them. And she's like, 
all of these are in here. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, there's <laughs> She's like, all of them are done. And I'm like, yeah. I was a super shitty student, dude. The only class that I, like, tried in, yeah, because I was really good at math, I was really good at English, but the only one I could just not get was biology. I sucked at that, too. Did you have Mr. Moon? I had Mr. Dib. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was cool, but I like he was more, he was, a, I think he was a coach, so he was, he likes, eh. the, yeah, like, yeah, favorite football players. Yep. That's how it was for uh, in eleventh uh, and twelfth. Um, so I had Mr. Bean uh, for U.S. history, and then Mr. Layman for Gov and Sit. And I always liked Mr. Layman more because at least he remembered my damn name. Mr. Bean could not remember my name. But then, like, you'd have them be like, "Oh, you know, like, what's up? What's up? What's up?" To like all the football players, but then like the other other students that weren't on their team. I don't know, like, they kind of got, like, put to the side a little bit. But, I mean, whatever. Dude, my worst years were at a in the AF schools. Yeah. Hey, like, senior, senior year was awesome. Senior year was all right because it was dumb because I had to take a full schedule. Yeah. Eighth grade was the worst. And it was because <laughs> my mom thought I was a slacker. But it was just I was forgetful. <laughs> Extremely. Yeah, and then biology, I just could not get. And then that, like, freaking ruined me. And then I was dealing with a, uh, a I can't say high school, even though she was my high school sweetheart for a couple years. For I was dealing with a girlfriend. <laughs> That w- technically wasn't my girlfriend. Good times. Good yeah, times. she would never hang out with me, but we would text all the time. And she's just like, "So are you my boyfriend?" I'm like, "I haven't even like seen you at school." <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um. Yeah, but twelfth grade. Wait, is this? Yep. Okay. Okay. I. You just sorry. had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay. Good. She who will not be named in this household. Yes. Anyway. Getting back on topic. Yeah, we got way off topic there. Uh, (laughs) Your number nine. Number nine. So this one, we went to go see me and Brielle with the the family, with uh, my, my mom and dad and my brothers. After going to get pictures taken in Ogden. And this one is Instant Family. Is not Mark Wahlberg in it? Yes. Okay. And it was really good. Okay. Brielle felt really attached to this movie because she, she's currently, or I think her, her nephews and nieces are currently in the foster system. But they're under the care of... Uh, Brielle's mom and dad. Okay. And it just was talk like dealing with all the shit that you have to deal with with uh, taking on a foster family and everything. It was really well done. Really great story. The only thing that ruined it for me was Bronson. 
Really? Yeah. What did he do? Because there were there was a a, uh, a couple in the movie, both men that were adopt or that were fostering someone, and Bronson was just making comments throughout it that just like stupid like stupid comments, just like oh feel bad for that kid, and I'm like yeah, I'd much prefer him being in a household or in a crack home with a mom and a dad than being a nice household with them two loving parents yeah yeah it sucks to be that kid <laughs> right yeah but i freaking wanted to punch him throughout the entire thing just for stupid little comments like that okay now that you've told me that let's tag team she won't beat him up yeah yeah my brother's an asshole i don't know sorry like stuff like that really gets to me it's like it's their life let them live it the way they want to yeah, like the my kid's happy, my, fam- that's all that my family's like in the world that like if they could push a button that made all gay people straight, they would. That They're shit, it doesn't different. bug me it, as long it as it doesn't bug me either. Like it doesn't bother me if like two people or two men are showing affection for yeah. one another. It, it bugs g- me if they're like macking out and super like in your face with it yeah okay like but if i see two guys holding hands i'm like no that's sweet like you, you know, do you all. boo yeah exactly <laughs> you live your life the way you want to if that makes you happy that is amazing that's fantastic i it bugs me being out with the f- family members with that mindset because they'll always point it out if they see it they're just like did you see that and i'll turn around and be like what and like I won't even, it, it won't even like cross my mind that they're talking about the, the cup that couple. Yeah. And I'm like what? And they're like, do you see those two guys? And uh, I'll look, and then I'll see that they're holding hands. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, um, I'd hate to tell you, people, but living in 2018, it's not really new, and you probably yeah. should accept it. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, that shit doesn't bug. It doesn't me. affect it does, your life. So the shit that I notice is when there's the dude that's like talks with a lisp in the like super bright clothes that just can't talk about anything else but his sexuality. That guy I want to freaking punch in the throat <laughs> and not because he's gay, because he's a freaking douchebag. I get that. I get that. <laughs> but and I'm glad you're on the same page as me. Thank you. Yeah. So, besides that, okay. great so movie. Mark okay. Wahlberg is hilarious in it. Sweet. They bring a lot of humor to stuff that is sometimes rough to think about. Really? Like what? Just the like the foster system. Like, you, the foster system, if you really think about it, is, like, super sad. It is. It's yeah. about, like, kids that were either abandoned or given up or even though that's the same thing. Freaking yeah. dumb. No, um, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, that were orphaned or had to be kicked out of their house. Just stuff like that. And they they add, like, a light of humor to it. 
So one instance of this, they're in there. So they adopt this teenager or they say that they want to take on this teenager, but she comes with two siblings. So three okay. kids in total. And the two siblings are like are younger. But they're act they go to like a store and they're acting up like crazy. Like this girl's freaking out that she can't buy this certain toy. And then this the little boy's laying underneath the cart and won't come out. And Mark Wahlberg's character goes to reach for him and say, Hey, come on, get out of there. And the kid yell, just yells in the store, don't hit me. <laughs> Which is something that he's like had to deal Aww. with. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. And he's just, Wahlberg's character sorry, stands up and he's like, that. I have never hit this kid. <laughs> and he's like, I will never, I, like, I have never, I will, <laughs> I, I don't plan on hitting this kid. And it, like, stuff like that. Like, that was funny. And then when they get get put to bed that night, they start talking about, like, Mark Wahlberg and his wife start talking about, like, giving the kids back. They're just like, no one will know. Like, we'll, we'll tell our family this. We'll do this. We'll do that. And then they come up and they're like, yeah, these kids are assholes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And then they start talking about their plan on getting rid of them. And then they stop talking and they're like, we're not doing that, are we? And. They're just like, no, we're not. It's just sweet and heartwarming, but it adds humor to something that's typically not found funny. Yeah. And okay. I, I loved it. That's good. Like, that's and there was like a little bit of a connection there since I'm see- seeing this kind of stuff firsthand in my yeah. family. In my in-law family, but... I think I can relate to that as well. Not that I'm seeing in my family, but I have a really good friend that has l- literally been through the ringer when it comes to foster care and all this stuff. So that just from what she's told me, I think I could definitely kind of relate to the movie. Not from me, but from her. Okay, so what is your number nine? Uh, my number nine is Ralph Breaks the Internet. Wrecked Ralph too. One I still have not seen. It's it's a it's a it's a <laughs> it's a very <laughs> solid sequel. Um, the first one, Rocket Ralph, is definitely better. Um, I enjoy I enjoyed it more. Um, but what they did with the internet was really funny. Um, uh, Ralph's and Vanellope's relationship, how it grows in this movie, is great. And I think I s- I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but Disney got me crying again. Damn it. Like, I I wasn't, like, crying, crying, but I shed a couple tears at the end. I was like, damn you, Disney. Um, so I got a question. Yeah. So this was the issue with Incredibles 2. Do you think that Wreck-It Ralph, with the relationship between Vanellope and Ralph, do you think that it kind of started at the point that they left off at the end of Wreck-It Ralph, or the first one? And then continued and to grow, or do you think it kind of like backtracked a little bit? Because like the one, what was the guy or what the video that you sent me with Incredibles two? Kind of oh, like how yeah. the beginning of it, it was kind of like they were all over the place and kind of back to square one again. Yeah. Um. I. I'm, I'd have to see it again. 
but I think like it does start from like where they left off and does grow. Um, I don't, I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. I'll have to see it a second time. Yeah, because that's something I'm I'm work I'm working on paying attention to a little bit better with sequels. Yeah, to see if it's like if they backtrack or if they grow. Okay, wait. Now that I'm thinking of the ending of Wreck It Ralph more. Yeah, it does actually pick up like right where they left off. Yeah, yeah, it's different from Incredibles too. That's good. Yeah. So, you still think the first one was better? Yeah, yeah, Record Ralph's still better, but it's still a very solid sequel. I really enjoyed it. Like, what would you compare it to? Like this as a sequel. Um. I'd honestly, because I know this one didn't get a lot of good reviews, even though it's a prequel, but I enjoyed it, like, close to you almost as much as the first one, Monsters University. So you think it's more like Monsters University? Yeah, but okay. that's coming from, like, a guy that, like, really enjoys Monsters University, whereas, like, yeah, it's unnecessary, but I still think it's a good sequel. At least we got something. Mm, so, that's a pretty good one. I definitely want to watch that one. Yeah. Mainly because of the Disney princesses. That is a great part. <laughs> that uh, that whole scene alone is just great. Alright, so moving on to number 10. My number 10 is going to be quick because we already talked about it. Kay. was Deadpool 2. Okay. Um, I liked all the the things that they added in. Um. I like the things that they went back and fixed at the very end. That was amazing. That might honestly be the best end credit scene. Oh. Or mid-credits. Mid-credit end scene. That, that was fantastic. Yeah. You're welcome, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that that's censored in one, Once Upon a Deadpool. All those. All like, of them? Well, no, not all of them, but like, you know, like when he... Okay, this is spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. When uh, Deadpool kills Ryan Reynolds and right. like blood splatters on the script, there's no blood. Lame. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, that kind of ruins the joke. Yeah, that super ruins the joke. Yeah. Um, all right, but my number ten is um, because I was like torn between two movies, and I was like, which one did I enjoy more? And I have to give a number ten to Solo, a Star Wars story. Really? Yeah, I. Like, I really enjoyed this movie. I really did. Alden Enrich was great. Alden Enrich. Enrich. I forget his last name. Um, Donald Glover was great. Like, I don't know. Like, I just had a lot of fun with this movie. And I walked out being like, you know what? That was good. I really enjoyed it. It's way better than The Last Jedi. But that's not a high mark. It's it's miles better than The Last Jedi. Um, and yeah, was it comparing uh, these movies to ones that aren't know, that good. I know. Sorry. Um. Was it unnecessary? Yes, but I still had a really good time. And I hate that it underperformed. I really hate that because it did not deserve to do that. The Last Jedi did. The Last Jedi should have underperformed. Solo shouldn't have. So Yeah. And I feel the biggest reason everyone's saying is because people had the la- Last Jedi fatigue. They're like, eh, I don't know if I really want to see a star- another Star Wars movie this close after seeing this piece of shit. Because <laughs> that's really what The Last Jedi is. 
Okay, so that wraps up our top ten of the year. Um, some honorable mentions for me. I'm not going to get super into them, but ones that I felt were worth bringing up um, were so my first one is Venom. Loved this movie. Loved what they did with the character. Okay. Um, then Love Simon. It's one of the other honorable That's mentions. A really good movie. That's a a damn good movie it was i liked how like it was kind of a mystery and they threw me off and i hated that (laughs) (laughs) but it was a a really good movie um ant-man and the wasp was solid um incredibles 2 was awesome and then unfriended the dark web, which is one that we watched. Yeah, and man. that was just sweet. It's Ugh. a sequel that's wi- far better than the first. So much better. The than way the first. they where they took it was great. I, I very solid sequel. Yeah. All right, for me, some of my honorable mentions are like Caleb said. I'm the same with Incredibles two. It was still a very solid sequel. I really enjoyed it. But the more I think about it, and the more I've like seen it, like the more it's gone down for me, to where I liked it, liked it. I still enjoy it, but it's not as good as like I first thought when I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, see, Ant Man and the Wasp, like he said, very, very good. Um, it's like more of a small scale Marvel movie, and I think that's what it needed to be. It really, really worked out. Um, Venom, everything that Caleb said, great. What Tom Hardy brought to the character was great. Everything was great. Uh, Isle of Dogs, which have you seen that yet? Mm-mm. Did I send you the code? Yes, you did. Okay, um, this was actually like a contender of my favorite animated film of the year, but The Grinch beat it out. I'm sorry, um, just because. Why are you apologizing? I don't know. You know how I am. <laughs> Shut knocked up. it off. Fine. Um, but Wes Anderson killed it again with his stop motion animation. Uh, I still think Fantastic Mr. Fox is better, but uh, what he brought to the table with this movie was great. Um, and then um, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. It wasn't awful. Um, but it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first one's definitely better. And like I told Caleb, like, I honestly didn't know that there was was going to be three parts. Um, so when, like, it ended, I'm just like, what the shit? It just got going. What the hell? Um, so, yeah, I'm like, oh, well, duh, yeah, it makes sense that there's going to be three parts. But I, I still enjoyed it for what it was. It wasn't that bad. So, yeah. All right. Since this is our end of the year episode, let's talk about the new year. Yeah. So in tw- 2019, uh, we don't have like a complete list of every movie that's coming out in 2019. But there's quite a we were able to narrow down our top five excited and then we have a few honorable mentions with that as well yep um so number one i, I think, think it's, it's the same yeah Avengers the Endgame. what yeah no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh i thought we were on the same page there <laughs> how'd you go in there oh yeah dude yeah there's Avengers. no competition avengers endgame oh so freaking excited dude Ugh. Clint Barton's back, bitches. 
That would be real funny if that was the only scene that he's in. <laughs> Dude, you will literally see me run out of the theater crying. <laughs> yeah, the, from what we got from the trailer, which is so cool. Uh, really heartbreaking. So, number two. The Lion King. The Lion King. What's yours? That did not make my top two, or really? my top five. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, I'm excited for it, but it didn't crack my top five. Hmm. Interesting. Um, my number two is actually It, chapter two. Good choice. Good choice. That is my number three. The What they did with the first one, because I we watched the, the original, didn't we? Yes, we did. I'm excited to see, because of how well they did the child scenes. Yeah, the child actors were amazing in the in, They were in great. One. They were so great. But I'm excited to see what they do with the adults. I am too. I'm extremely excited. And I'm super excited for Scarsgar to come back oh, as I cannot wait Pennywise. To see back as Pen- oh, I hope so he's great. even scarier, dude. Me too. I Me hope I too. <laughs> I kind of I'm not we're not taking Bronson to see this movie. No, we're not. Because they freaking scared me more than the damn movie did. <laughs> Except for the projector scene. That thing just scared oh, the living bejesus out, out of me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, who's like, I jumped so damn high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so your number three was it. Chapter two. So my number three is Captain Marvel. Ooh, okay. And You're gonna hate me, but that actually didn't make my top five. What? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. The last trailer sold it for me. Yeah. How cool she looked, and oh, I I love how her power set looks. I love how her helmet looks. Everything does look great. I'll fully admit that. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm. I'm I can't wait to see what Brie Larson po- brings to this character. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. And I kind of, I kind of want to just because I'm going to be sad that Chris Evans and Robert Downey aren't in charge of don't the Avengers again. Don't but I'm excited to see how she's going to be as the person in charge. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle it. I'm really interested to see what they do for the end credit scene. Yeah. Because right after. You kind of want like what. Two months after it's end game. That's true. You kind of want like what they did with Thor Ragnarok where um, it was kind of a tease for Infinity War to where like Thanos' ship popped up in front of him. You kind of want that kind of tease that like literally you could watch Ragnarok and Infinity War back to back and it could be like. Not like one Uh, movie. You know what I'm I'm afraid we're going to get? What? I think we're just gonna get her do like fighting some people in modern day, and then her p- pager goes off, and then it ends. Yeah, <laughs> I that will I'm destroy me. <laughs> I'm calling it. Yeah, that's probably what it's gonna be. All right, number four. Uh, number four is Spider Man: Far From Home. That just actually didn't make my top five either. Okay, what the hell, dude? Yeah, I, Captain I know. Marvel makes your top five, but Spider Man doesn't. I know. <laughs> I it's mean, because I, I haven't. I haven't yeah, seen that's anything. fair. That's fair. But it's Tom Holland back as Spidey, and I think it's the same director, isn't it? I think so. 
So I really enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, so I'm, like, stoked to see what they do with the sequel. And I can't wait to see Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Yeah. I'm super excited to see him. He His suit looks so badass. It does. Mm. It's perfect. It kind of – it reminds me of – how he looked in uh, my the game that I play on my phone, Avengers Academy. Yeah, I unlocked Mysterio, and he has um, his top suit is one that I unlocked, and it looks it looks damn near exactly like how Jake Gyllenhaal's looks, and it looks super good. The only thing I want to see, I want to see the fishbowl. <laughs> he has to have the fishbowl, at least for a small part. Breathe, breathe. <sighs> Take a soothing breath. It's all right. All right. It's all right. So my number four is glass. Um, after seeing Split, I am super excited for... Or, uh, glass. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that too. It didn't make my top five, but I'm still very excited for that one. Yeah, before that one comes out, Brielle and I are going to try watching Unbreakable and mm-hmm. Split before we go Good see idea. that. Good idea. Just Excellent so we get the idea. full effect of it all. Because I've never seen Unbreakable. I haven't either. I've only seen Split. That's it. And then our last one, number five. My number five is Star Wars Episode Nine. Now I know the Last Jedi what? is a, com- a complete <laughs> piece. Of th- I'm gonna back myself up on this. Well, probably not for pe- other people, but for me. Um, yes, the Last Jedi was absolute shit. I hate that Ryan Johnson touched that damn movie. <laughs> um, but what gives me reassurance is one. J.J. Abrams is coming back, which, thank goodness, because I loved what he brought to Episode 7. Um, and Episode 7 is my favorite Star Wars movie, like I've said before. Um, and I believe that it takes place, like I think, like a year after Episode 8. So it kind of like has time to like wipe the slate clean of like what was wrong with Episode 8. And like say, like, oh, you know, like this happened, this happened, this happened. Uh, yeah, we're sorry that this happened, but, you know, like we totally retconned that or something like that. I don't know. Just I'm... Because I love the new characters like Ray, Kylo Ren, Finn. I don't. I hate Rose. I don't hate the. I don't hate the actress. I hate the character. She's poorly written. Um, but um, I'm excited to see where J.J. Abrams can take these characters again. So that's why Episode Nine is on my in my top five. That's fair. Uh, so my number five is Shazam. Ooh. Um. I'm super excited to see, especially after Aquaman and the the lighter tone that they kind of took with Aquaman. They didn't go so dark. And I'm excited to see them do that again with Shazam. Um, I think Zachary Levi does a really good job at playing. He does. From what we've seen. Yeah. The only thing that I'm not completely buying is – the Billy Batson to Shazam because it's the same person, same personality. Yeah. But B- 
Billy Batson seems to be a little bit more mature than Shazam. Yeah, so I, I, I would agree with that. I don't know how well that's going to fit, but I love the suit, and I love Zachary Levi. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does. Good choices. Good choices. All right, now time for our honorable mentions. So you want to take this one first? Yeah. Um, so are we naming five honorable mentions? or? Yeah. All right, so uh, my first honorable mention is Toy Story 4. Um, the teaser trailer did not sell me. Like Either really. of them? The first one kind of did. The second one with Key and Peele, I'm like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that in a Toy Story movie. Um, <laughs> Yo like, mama joke. Yeah, I'm just like, Ugh, okay. You're really trying to be funny, but it doesn't really fit with where the Toy Story franchise is gone. Well, it is key and peel. I know. Which I think it's awesome that they're in it, but I don't know, we'll see. Um but Toy Story 3 ended so well, but it's just going to be nice to see like the gang back together again because I don't know. Like I don't have high hopes for it, but like I'll still be there opening night to see it. So I'm afraid it did, that one didn't make any of my honorable mentions. I completely understand why. Yeah, I understand. Because I feel so strongly that it should have ended at three. It really should have. It was the perfect ending. Yeah, like, how do you top that? You can't. Anyway. Oh, sorry. Um, number two is uh, Captain Marvel. Um, I, I agree with everything you said. I'm really excited to see what Brie Larson can bring to this role. Um, I'm just, like, not, like as excited as you are. I'm sorry. No, um, I get it. But I'll I, I know a bit more about Captain Marvel than yeah, you do. That's and true. I think that's one of the biggest selling things for me. Yeah. But I'll still be seeing it with you, of course, opening weekend. Well, you better. I'll freaking drag you by your feet. Well, dude, it's tradition. All MCU movies have to be seen together. Yeah, except for the one Brielle ruined with Ant-Man. I forgive you, Brielle. <laughs> You might. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I never even blamed her. <laughs> okay. Um, number three is Shazam. Literally everything that you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number four is Men in Black International. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. So uh, I'm interested to see where they take the Men in Black franchise. And then number five is Secret Life of Pets 2. That's a good one. Yeah. And I, I think Patton Oswalt's voice kind of fits better with Max. I think I think it does. I agree. Like, I, I 100% know why they didn't just oh do yeah. Louis C.K. again. The funny thing is when I saw the trailer, I totally forgot that that whole thing went down. So, like, when Max talked, I'm like, what the shit? Um, what, from what I remember, is a completely different voice. In the, oh, yeah. <laughs> Now, okay, now I remember Dude, why. I think everyone forgot because <laughs> I did that too. And Brielle did, did as well when I showed her. Really? Yeah, like, I was just like, wait, didn't Louis see? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my honorable mentions, um, I got Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. And I was struggling between which one was going to take number five between Shazam and Spider-Man. But I think just because I've seen a little bit more from Shazam, and I'm kind of, 
kind of excited to see. I don't know. I think I'm partial to superhero or superheroes that transform. Okay. Because, like, I know they're basically the same story, but I love the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde story. I love the Hulk story. Like, he's my favorite. Obviously. I mean, I love. I've Shazam. When I learned that he transforms, he was instantly one of my favorites. I don't know what it is about me and changing, hmm. or people that change. Um. Yeah, I'm. Spider-Man Far From Home, I'm excited for. I'm excited to see the new suit. And I want to see Mysterio so bad because we've never seen anything like him before. Nope. No, we have not. So, yeah. Um, my second honorable mention is Hellboy. Um, I think with the trailer that was released last week. Yep, yeah, last week. Yeah, with that trailer... It it sold me. Didn't sell me fully. I'll still be seeing the movie, but I kind of need a second trailer to fully sell me on it. Yeah. Um. I think I said this when we talked about the trailer. David Harbour's voice was a little iffy. It sounded different. Yeah, you did. Yep. Um. But I'm excited to see what he brings and see how different it is from Ron Perlman's. Be interesting. Uh, my third one is Lion King. I thought that looked really great. Um, the biggest reason why it hit number two is because with John Fa- what John Favreau bought brought to the Jungle Book, it almost is. It's not better than the original, but it's damn near close. And I feel that's really hard to do with a live action uh, adaption because none of the other Disney movies to me, Disney live action ones have got even close to the original animated one. Um, and that's the only one to do so. So I feel like what I think he's going to bring to the Lion King is going to hopefully approach that level. It, I know it's not going to surpass the original Lion King. There's absolutely no way it can, but I hope it becomes, it comes damn near close. Yeah. Actually with, so I actually, I'm not a big fan fan of the lion king the or not the lion king the jungle book the animated one yeah uh, no yeah the animated one i i hate but i wasn't a big fan of the live action jungle book you suck so i i like the story from mowgli the net that was released on netflix that andy circus directed a Fun better than I like the Jungle Book. Yeah, get the hell out of your house right now. <laughs> Screw you, pal. <laughs> I, I still need to see Mowgli. Watch Mowgli. The only thing that was holding Mowgli back was the animation on okay. the, the creature. So if you were to replace the animation from of Jungle Book with the, or if you were to replace the animations of the characters from Mowgli or from Jungle Book and put them onto the Mowgli story. Yeah. It would be a perfect movie. Okay. Okay, if I watch it and I still think the Jungle Book is better, I'm giving you shit till we die. You might not think that. See? I'll I'll watch them both back to back, okay? Okay. Just to make sure. You have a lot of shit to watch, I dude. know I do. But I got time now, so <laughs> Yeah. Um but I'm excited. 
mainly because of Donald Glover. Voice yeah, he's Simba. a great choice of Simba. I'm not sure 100% certain how I feel about Beyonce voicing Nala, but whatever. We'll That's see how, how everyone feels. <laughs> like I told you, that was like literally the only complaint in the comments comments section. I was on board until I saw Beyonce's Nala. Uh, my fourth honorable mention is Dumbo. Ooh, okay. Um, that was actually one of my favorite Same. animated uh, Disney movies growing up. Same. And I love like the song that they play, the Baby Mine. Yeah. That favorite Fits song. very well. It really does. Yeah. So. The, the only thing I'm super afraid of seeing is the freaking pink elephant. Mm. <laughs> because you saw the the bubble of the yeah. pink elephant, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> if, it, if how they do that in live action, if that can give me nightmares, mission accomplished. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> like, legit, if it, if it can give me nightmares. Whew, Dude, to this day, I have nightmares about the pink elephants uh it's a very disturbing scene so disturbing (laughs) and i think tim burton's was gonna run with it you know it's also a disturbing scene and i really hope disney doesn't try to make a live action one of this but they probably will is the scene in pinocchio when like they're all being turned into donkeys oh my gosh dude oh my god oh dude that oh Dude, Pinocchio and Dumbo have, like, nightmare fuel. They really do. Like, they have some dark shit in there. Like, damn. Uh, then my last honorable mention for 2019 is Alita Battle Angel. Um, I know that this is based off of a, an anime. Yes, yeah. But I've never seen it. Neither have I. But the, it looks great. It does. I agree. And she, yeah, Lita looks fantastic. Yeah. So I'm excited to see it. Brielle doesn't want to go see it with me. I'll so that might be when I go see it. Unless you want to come. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Sweet. Now I won't be alone. <laughs> That's how I am with every movie. Get used to it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not every Marvel movie. I know. Usually when I say like, like oh yeah, I always go alone. I'm, I, that's my choice. So. <laughs> Well, I think that concludes our end of the year New Year's episode. And shit, unless you, you got anything else to nope. add. And I did not get you this time. Nope. So, so you lose the month of December. Shit. All right, expect your reward next week. <laughs> yep, sex to be you. Um, I don't think we have any announcements coming up youtube i'm sorry but the youtube video is still in progress i'm sorry what are you working on right now what what are you working on with it well it's uh because of work i really haven't had time to put into it um but i just have to like put in a couple more like um pop-ups and then it'll be done okay so it will be posted this week i promise i promise I know I'm an asshole. I apologize. I think you should get a reference fail point if you don't upload it this week. Wait, for this month or next month? Next month. All right, deal. <laughs> Damn it, I hate you. Oh, I hate this you. gives you motivation to... That's a good point. Very good point. To upload it. 
Wait, what day does that be uploaded by? But is it before we record? Okay, alright. Okay, I can do that. Okay. So, with that, um, I don't got any other announcements. So, website's up and everything, right? Yeah, the website's up. Uh, if you want to check out our list, because on our hunting videos, we g give each other lists of stuff to go out and find. Or stuff that we find on our own. It will make much more sense when I post this first YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have our point system, which Rose is actually kicking my ass right now. <laughs> um, you're actually two points ahead because I got a few recently. Oh, you bitch. Yeah. I hate you. So... Anyway, if you liked this episode and want to check out more, you can be sure to be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We are on SoundCloud. I kind of figured out the kinks with uh, SoundCloud. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So we're on iHeartRadio. We are on Radio Public, and we are now on Spotify, too. Um, I don't know how long we've been on Spotify. So the issue I was <laughs> no, so the issue I was having okay was whenever I would search the All Bros in Spotify, I couldn't find our podcast. But when I went in and searched the episode name, I found it. Huh. Yeah. So I don't know how the hell that works. But it, it did. So but anyway, we're on Spotify now. If you want I think the easiest way to do or to find us on Spotify is to search for our episode title, which you can find those on our website, which is tinyurl.com slash theallbros. Uh, no punctuation or anything on, on that. Um, our episodes also get uploaded to YouTube. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash theallbros. No punctuation, once again. Or you can follow us on Twitter, at the All Bros. Um, if you have something you want us to discuss um, in the ne next episode, like a news item or whatever, um, be sure to... Or if you have a movie, or want to disagree with any of our top ten picks or whatever, what it, let, let us know There's what you think. There's a couple that I would understand if you wanted to disagree with. There's, there's a few. <laughs> um, you can email us at the channel at gmail.com or you can fill out the form on our website, which again is tinyurl.com slash theallbros. And uh, we hope to hear from you guys. And until then, once again, he is Johnny Rose. And he is Caleb E. Alvers. Caleb B. Albers? Caleb E. Caleb E. I don't know. He said Johnny Rose. So yeah. Change. Yours is just Caleb. Co how about Colob Albers? You're fired. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Deuces. Bye.